Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode two of Snapbacks and Beards. My name is J.E. Wrestletop, but you know me as one of the two Johnnies. I am joined, as per usual, by my co-host, TWG1991, Stu Matos. How are you doing, buddy? I am very well, my man. How are we? Good. Yeah, I'm still tired, still recovering from the rumble, but apart from that, I'm all good. I'm ready to uh, to talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> and <laughs> as well, also, I am joined by the undeniable Johnny Goldsmith, who has had his catchphrase stolen by Cody Rhodes. Yes. Uh, hello, guys. So, in fact, I will be honest, Cody Rhodes kind of inspired me to create the undeniable thing. So I'll give him that. He kind of created it, but I feel like we need to collaborate now. And, you know, I think I deserve 50-50. Well... You've already had a collaboration kind of this week, haven't you? Yeah, so uh, you may have seen on my TikTok, if you follow me, guys, then uh, you'll see I do commentary. I decided to do Pat McAfee's reaction to Brock Lesnar, and um, I decided to put on my Twitter and tag Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee, because some of them I can see, like, interact quite a lot with people. I'm like, I think Pat would probably, you know, acknowledge this. Mm. So I thought, go on then. And then he responded. And... um, I got a lot of good positive response. So thank you, Pat, for that. Um, yeah, I've always liked you. So that's why I did it. You, you know and where I we really are, Pat. You know, you know yeah. where we are. Pat. Yeah, Pat, yes. Pat, if you're listening, come on the show. It's fine. We'll have you on. We don't mind. One day, Snapbacks and Beards would love to be in that studio that you have because I've seen that studio with like, it looks brilliant. I want to be in there. Yeah. Only if, only if I can chuck all the stuff around like Brock Lesnar did. Otherwise, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> So it was uh, Royal Rumble this Saturday, and yeah. we all we all went on live to watch it. What did we think of the event as a whole? I was I was really into it. To be honest with you, um, I was I don't want to say pleasantly surprised because I always had quite a good feeling about it being a trip to Rumble. Um, but after last year, I didn't want to hold too much, too mm-hmm. much. But I I really enjoyed it. Thought it was really really good. Really good. Johnny. Yeah, I think um, the rumbles themselves were enjoyable. Um, getting, to, I, I preferred the men's one for the storyline reasons, but uh, the women's one, you know, I think they did the best they could with what they had. Um, the two other matches, not including the world title, uh, I don't know. They could have. They felt a bit rushed. Um, the main event, though, that's what wrestling's all about. That's why we watch it because of the drama that we saw at the end of the show. That's what we're invested in, you know, and it keeps us bringing us back for reasons like that. That ending was so good. It was so, so mm. good. And, yeah. and I, th- I think it helps when you go five for five with your predictions. Can I just can I just throw that one out there? As yeah. well? uh, no comment. <laughs> it makes a change, though, because usually there's always one person who's like perfect with predictions. It's never me. I'm usually the one who's last. So it was make the change. I wasn't. But. I'm not going to get used to it because uh, <laughs> probably won't last. I think I'll go with the more obvious choices for the uh, Elimination Chamber. Whatever they may be, we don't know yet. Yes. Without further ado, let's jump straight into it. Match one, pitch black match. Let's talk about it. Johnny, LA Knight is your guy, so it's only right. You go first. What did you think of it? Um, they did my boy dirty, really. Um, I mean, that match was... It was a spectacle more than a wrestling match. If you're looking for a quality wrestling match, that's not the place to go. You're looking for seeing Dre Wyatt in his new character, see what he can do. 
that face paint, he looked like, uh, I think he looked like the guy from God of War, actually, with that face paint on when the lights are out and mm, you see him look like did. Kratos. Um, the LNI trunks were luminous, and it just, I think he carried the match, in all honesty, in terms of the actual match itself. Bray Wyatt carried the other side of it, which is the psychological movie-like aspect of it. Um, the way they ended the match with Bray, uh, sorry, Uncle Howdy appearing and jumping onto LA Knight and the whole thing explodes. I don't know, I was a bit concerned about if this could damage him, but I, I feel like um, I feel like this has been a real test of how good he is and the fans have reacted to him very well. So I think this could really benefit LA Knight as well in the long run. Um, Bray Wyatt being back with this new character that he's got, clearly he's uh, been very honest about not bringing back the old characters and he's stuck to that. Um, but the Uncle Howdy thing is still mysterious, like what's going to happen next with him, because I feel like that'll be the end of that now. Ellie Knight will probably move on to somebody else. And Bray Wyatt, I guess, Alexa, may even have a match with her, you know, get revenge from Mania 37, I don't know. Something along those lines. Um, as I say, the storytelling was very good. The match itself, yeah. not expecting five stars, put it that way. Mm. And do you see, do you see LA Knight staying in feuds with a sort of same calibre? Well, I know Bray, Bray is obviously yeah, a I mean, I'm, level. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking so. I think so. I mean, again, I think you might base it on the way the fans responded to him over the last few months. And they seem to be really interested in the guy. They seem to have warmed to him after me telling people for a long time, just give this guy a chance. And I think people have warmed to this, this character, LA Knight. Um, I don't know who he'd go with next. I don't expect him to fight for the world title, but um, maybe go for Gunter because he did give him a run for his money in NXT. Uh, he wouldn't beat him, but I think you know he should go for a singles title. Um, maybe someone like Strowman as well. He's a big guy in terms of star power. Maybe that's the next route for him. Oh, LA Knight v Strowman. I'd like to see that, actually. I think that, that's, got, that's got the potential to be quite a good match. Yeah. Yeah. Stu, what did you make of the match? Um, much, much the same as as Johnny. It was the storytelling wise was. It almost felt like that match was just built to to extend a bit of a a bit of a story. Um, but I do think that we'll see a lot more of LA Knight now. Um, I think if he hadn't have been getting the crowd reaction that he'd been getting, it could have been a bit dangerous, and he could have then slipped into kind of jobbing territory but i think as as johnny said the fans have really really warmed to him um and his character work has been really good so i think yeah build on build on that move away from move away from bray wyatt now and i think he does need he does need to win the next feud that he's in la night and i will i will predict that he will be a big contender for the men's money in the bank as well uh, moving forward okay so Ladies and gentlemen, if you're not aware, Stu made predictions for the Royal Rumble and got every single one of them right. So I can say now with the utmost certainty that LA Knight will win the money in the bank. <laughs> LA Knight is going to win money hey, in the bank. Hey, I'm not going to complain and say that. Sure. <laughs> um, myself, the match, uh, first of all, I think you both hit it spot on. I wasn't an LA Knight guy in NXT, but he has, he's made me come around. Well, when he came onto the roster and we saw Max Dupree, again, I was still not sold. but as soon as we, as soon as the Bray feud started, I thought, okay, here we go. But the match itself, wrestling wise, was almost non-existent. So 
it's a, it was a bit of a squash match. But Bray said in the press conference afterwards, and I think he got it spot on, he said, there's two types of wrestling fans. So you've got the ones that are there for the wrestling and the ones that are there for a show. Show-wise, personally, I think it was phenomenal. Everything around the match, the entrance, the way the lights went out, and then it showed his face paint, the ring gear, LA Knight's ring gear glowing in the dark the way it did, I thought it was excellent. But the match itself, there wasn't really one, if I'm being honest. We're watching sports entertainment. Were you sports entertained? Oh, it's tremendously sports entertained. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Perfect. That's what we'd like to hit. <laughs> match two. Let's let's let one of you guys go for match two. Which one of you guys wants to start off? Stu? Yeah, I mean I can I'm happy to go on the Alexa Bliss and Bianca Belair. Um it was it was something. It was all right. It was kind of what we had what we spoke about in the previous pod, I feel that we were kind of worried about that it was going to be a little bit of a it was just there. It was probably a raw quality match. And it was a little bit like almost I would actually class it in the same aspect almost of the Bray Wyatt uh Bray Wyatt LA night match in the sense of you kind of just wanted the match to end to get to what was probably going to happen, which is we saw the post-match segment with the uh, with the sort of the screen and the Alexa Bliss thing. I think that's what that was drawn to. I don't really think – I think the match was just there to get to that point. Um, but I've always felt both Alexa and Bianca, they've got chemistry, they can work together. The match wasn't awful. It's just – it just felt a little bit like it was there rather than – you know have stealing a stealing a place um johnny i don't know what you were what you're thinking on on that i mean i i think it did feel like you could have put this match on the row before or the row after and it would have felt like okay this is pretty much the same thing um the, i think i've seen wrestlers talk about how there's a different quality of match and like pay-per-view quality raw quality or you know that kind of thing uh, there is like a, a different style they wrestle almost and um it just felt like, yeah, this match is on here. We need to do it. We're not really focused on how it happens. We just need to have this finish. Um, and of course, you got the Alexa stuff at the end where, you know, she was talk. Uh, someone was uh, talking to her and she was looking up with those like eyes of like, she's either scared of what's going to happen or she's like, I've got to, you know, really up my game because someone's coming for me kind of thing. And that was the part of the match that mattered the most was the um, storyline. Bianca, I mean, she's a very good wrestler, very entertaining in terms of in the ring. Her charisma is, uh, I don't think her charisma is particularly impressive, but again, in the ring, she backs it up, as we've seen. Um, but she always needs someone to go against who's got the charisma um, and makes her, you know, bring out those emotions, which Alexa did very well. Um, Becky Lynch and Bailey did good matches against her. But Alexa, again, she's like Bray Wyatt in the sense of if you're expecting a masterclass in wrestling, you're watching the wrong match. She's a psycho psychological wrestler. And um, if you enjoy that, then, you know, she's the perfect person to watch on the women's division. Agreed. And where would you go, Johnny, too, as, a, as, as it were? <laughs> Johnny, too. Johnny, too. Um, <laughs> so I actually, as you guys are aware, because we were on live, missed the ending of this match. It. I have gone back and watched it and it didn't seem like I missed much, if I'm being totally honest. I'm bored of seeing Bianca Belair as Raw Women's Champion now. 
and I know we'll mm. get on to who won the Women's Royal Rumble, but I can't decide if I want that person to pick Bianca to take the belt off Bianca or pick Charlotte because then they've got the potential to be a Grand Slam champion. If I had a preference, I would say Bianca because I think that person would win. The match itself, I think you two boys nailed it spot on again. They were just trying to get to what happened after the match. And Johnny, very true of what you said. It could have been on the Raw before or the Raw after. And I don't think it would have made much of a difference. Um, mm. I don't think the 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 wrestling itself was pay-per-view calibre. And I guess, was I sports entertained? No, I probably wasn't in this match. What about you guys? Um, I would say that um, I do think they could have done a lot better with how uh, this match was done in terms of psychological. I think the perfect way to have done this would have had Alexa win. Uh, you know, Bianca's uh, emotions gets the better of her. Um, and I think having Bianca win was probably the wrong decision. The title shouldn't, I mean, they'll say some of them say titles don't matter, but I think it depends on what the storyline is. And this storyline would have mattered very much. So if uh, Alexa won, because that means Bianca would have to change the way she does things because she can't beat this girl. And obviously she did. Um, I think Bianca's character hasn't changed in the last two and a half years she's been on the main roster, which is uh, a bit of a problem because like, we get it. You're very athletic, very talented, athletically. But you've been saying that for two years, you know. Well, Not, nothing's changed. <laughs> and that's the thing as well. I think that was almost the perfect point for them to pull the trigger and us see Hilbianka, which I think might be a lot more entertaining to watch if Alexa had just got to her and got under her skin and took the belt from her and Bianca went to this place that she didn't know how to get back from and just, yeah, just let Hilbianka run right. I, I would prefer to see that than the female John Cena. It'd be, it'd be mm -hmm. a nice change up, wouldn't it? To see, to see Bianca sort of, sort of go heel for a bit. Um, but I wonder, is she, I don't know. Is she, is she a, is she a big merch seller? Maybe. I don't know. I know that's something that they do kind of keep an eye on, don't they? In terms of if you're, I, if you're I feel like merch. she probably is. I feel like she probably mm -hmm. is. Yeah. Well, I will say when I've seen Bianca live at big events, there's um, a lot of female fans who go crazy for her. They clearly are really inspired by her. I've seen people, you know, do the hair thing that she does and um, because they really adore the girl. And so long as she has that fan base, it might be very difficult to uh, turn a heel because she's got so many young women out there and they're all about their feminine movement at the moment who really are inspired by her. Yeah, so. I can see that. And... Mm. I've been to live shows and seen her as well. And I've actually got videos on my phone of her coming out and me being like, woo, yeah, let's go. Like, And then I was looking at myself like, why are you being fake? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think maybe what should happen next with Bianca then? If let's just say Rhea decides to go for SmackDown's title, then what becomes of Bianca? <sighs> See, this is a difficult one because the obvious answer is Becky Lynch to take mm -hmm. it back again. But I actually think that when Bailey and Bianca Belair had the ladder match, it was a ladder match, wasn't it? They did have Yeah, they It was the ladder match that I thought Bailey should have won. Um, I think Bailey should be the next role. If 
the I'm not spoiling the name. If the winner of uh, the uh, <laughs> Women's Royal Rumble doesn't pick Bianca, I think it should be Bailey. But I'm also a bit tired of seeing Bianca Belair versus Bailey. But I wonder if that's because Bianca Belair is involved. I think she just needs to drop the title. It doesn't necessarily matter who to, and then we can start some new feuds that way. But mm -hmm. I do think she needs to drop it ASAP. I think it's time for a new champion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, as I say, the four horsewomen, it's like, it just feels like they're the only two choices on, on Raw. Um, I, I can't think of the top of my head who else there is. Who, I mean, you could have EO, Sky. I'm not sure if they have much going on in NXT. I can't remember. You could have that side of things. Oh, you know, um, or of course, there is, we'll get onto the match. Someone returned last night, which may be. That's you what know, I was going to say. Mm, yeah. yeah, I I just feel that uh, I I think if the Women's Royal Rumble winner decides to go for Bianca Belair, I think there are probably more people on SmackDown that could challenge Charlotte than there are on Raw that could challenge Bianca. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. I, I, I'd like them to sit to build up for... For probably Raquel to go against Charlotte, yeah, um, would be would be my way going forward. Um, but there are still there are there. I think there are more viable options on SmackDown for women's title matches than there probably are on Raw currently. There are as well. There are certain ways you can do it without making Bianca look weak. You could put her in the elimination chamber and everyone just gang up on her and like yeah. kick her to to a pulp. So it's five on one so she literally doesn't stand a chance eliminate her and then let Oscar, EO, Becky and whoever else just fight it out between themselves <laughs> I think you could go that way too but I don't know I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens of course one other thing as well you remember um I had a couple of NXT call-ups last night and I think the girl who replaced Nikita Lyons um, put up a really strong showing. And if she is pushed up to the main roster, that's a very good match there that they could do as well. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. I do agree. Yeah, that is a great shout. I had Alexa Bliss to win that match. So I think that's the way they should have gone. Obviously, they didn't. But we all know who Stu had. That's the winner. Oh, the winner. As, as per... As did Johnny as well. Johnny had Johnny yeah. called, called the winner for that match. Yes. So again, sports entertained. Yes or no? No. No. I'm I'm probably going to have to say no as well. Yeah, I'm going to have to say no on that one. I'm afraid. We do love women's wrestling. Just some Most matches aren't as so, mm. yeah. Some matches just aren't as entertaining as the others. Rumble time. Okay. The ladies' Royal Rumble. Thirty women came and went. One lasted the whole field, took her shot, and has punched her ticket to WrestleMania. She is your guy. Uh, well, she is your guy. She's your girl. She's whatever you want her to be, Stu. So we'll let she, you take the way. She, she is Mammy. That uh, is without a doubt. Um, uh, and also, if you you know if if you read the reports that she dislocated her knee at some point during that rumble, um, I mean, I called it from the off. That she was going to go and do it um as you know when we were watching after the certain interference in the men's that we'll we'll probably cover shortly 
I did waver ever so slightly as to what what they were going to do. Um, but I I really enjoyed the women's rumble. I thought it was really really good. Um, we predicted potentially of of Rhea and Liv starting, and to see them to end together was was quite nice as as well. Um, I think they probably got it right with the kind of some returns. Obviously, um, Michelle McCall coming in was quite a cool cool little moment i quite mm-hmm. quite enjoyed that thought that was really really good um i think if i was to be super critical um i'm gonna leave the elephant in the room about the uh the botched nia Jax entrance that can't that's not on nia Jax at all mm-hmm. she gets a lot of grief and i'm not quite sure why but that's not on her um mm-hmm. I feel if you compared the two rumbles together, the men's and the women's, um, I felt there was more storyline involvement in the men's than the women's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I don't necessarily think that was a that you know didn't deter from the women's rumble in my view. Um, I still thought it was very very good. I think there were some some big performances in there. I think Oscar's re-debut if, you, if you're going to call it that as, as this new you know her new personas if you like um does open up some doors um but yeah ov- overall that ending sequence as well was very good it was a very very good ending sequence um so yeah i would i was a big fan and i backed mammy and she delivered and a, lot of, and a lot of surprises too yeah 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 mm. definitely um, I think it was, you know, uh, there was always going to be a more chance of surprises in the women's rumble than there was the men's because mm-hmm. we knew a lot of the men's men involved, which, you know, I did think probably wasn't a great idea. But, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was good. I think I was quite surprised with Chelsea Green coming in and out within seconds. Uh, mm-hmm. Six, However, I, I will say that as part of the character that she's got now, where apparently they're going to build her up as some kind of Karen character where she complains about everything. Oh, okay. In which case, ah. this is a perfect way to start it, actually, if that's yeah. what they're going to do. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to say, yeah, I think there was there was quite a few good performances from a lot of a lot of the women, which I think were, you know, will hopefully build them up now. Um I was quite surprised by your pick, Johnny, of Shana not lasting as long and not hanging around. Um, I thought that was quite quite surprising. I think she disappeared somewhere around the halfway mark. So I don't even think she was not even final 10. She wasn't so. even close, was she? No. No, no she wasn't, no. Um, which, which is surprising. I, I thought she'd probably get a bit more than that, especially as she's obviously been next to Ronda for for quite a while um but no overall i think i think pretty happy um i know johnny your pick didn't win either um but what were your yeah. views on that uh final six i think did she get to um she, she was rear eliminated her i think yeah and i think she i think she had a, fan, a great performance um i think she's done very well and for sure and what much of a badass that she is. Uh, you know, she's obviously, we could use the lack of experience maybe is why she didn't last. That could be, you know, a, a factor in as to how she maybe didn't quite go the distance. Because that was her debut rumble, wasn't it? 
Yeah. Mm, well, was it? I can't. I'm not sure. Um, I must say, last year's was a bit of a blur to me, so I can't really recall. Um, I don't think she was in it, though. I don't either, but I could be wrong. Mm. Uh, but I think this shows it's going to be a good year for her after this. Um, show that she can really hang with most of them. Um, and again, maybe she goes for Charlotte, as you say, that is something I had thought of. Uh, if not a WrestleMania, then I do think that's coming down sometime this year, because you imagine she'll want to go up against Charlotte. Because, you know, as the commentators and the podcasters will say that she is the number one wrestler in the world in terms of the women's division. So you've got to go for the best, and that is her. As much as I don't like to say it, and, you know, she is being booked that way. So if you want to prove that you're one of the best girls out there, then you should go for her. Agreed. Could you see, Johnny, could you see Charlotte's, um, the number one contender for Charlotte being decided in the Elimination Chamber and Raquel being in there? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I also think that uh, Rhea is not going to make a decision until after that. I think the best way to do it is wait. Don't do it tonight on Raw, because that's when we're recording, guys. Don't do it tonight. Just wait until we find out who the champions are after Elimination Chamber, then do it that way. And that can also build up somebody else who then we might be able to look at and go, well, if she doesn't fight her, then that other girl should. Um I think Rhea was booked like a baby face a little bit. And I don't know if I agree with how they've done that, where it was like, you want to gain sympathy on someone who's meant to be hated. I didn't really get that. You know, like you're in a Royal Rumble going from number one, she's injured. That's the most baby face thing I've ever heard. And she's not baby face. But that was, I think it was a legit injury, not her trying to. Yeah, but obviously she came out before earlier on. And that yeah. obviously she was tired from then. So yeah. that without an injury she was tired from something she did earlier and that's that feels like a sympathy thing and it, i mean that's fine but if she's not a baby face then i don't know and i know we've seen before um rumble winners and money in the bank winners theory mainly um tease that they might cash in or go for someone from nxt do we think mm. that Rhea's just staying completely away from roxanne perez oh, I, th yeah. I think so yeah. I, yeah I don't think that there's there's any need for for her to you know to to go down that that route again no well, if, they I do mean, that, if they do that that's a very lazy lazy option a hundred percent and Rhea's not about picking the easiest option. I don't want to say the easiest option, but the easiest option. And out of the three champions right now, Roxanne probably is the easiest option. I think Rhea would want a challenge. You'd mm -hmm. also probably have to say that if if that's the route they were that that creative decided to go down, that's a big thing on them not trusting Rhea to be able to manage at the at the highest level, which I, I don't think is true. I think she can, and I think they've got that faith in her to do so. Mm. Agreed, agreed. Um, myself, uh, I enjoyed the match. I did enjoy the match. I liked the surprise returns. I liked Oscar uh, um, coming out as the evil clown, the Kana stuff, really, really enjoyed that. Um, I liked Zelina coming out in the Street Fighter cosplay. I didn't like her, and uh, I think it was Eo Sky, but it could have been 
Z oh no, I think it was Zia Lee actually on the apron when they both did the Street Fighter pose against each other. I thought that was a little bit corny, but um, mm. yeah, the match on a whole, I enjoyed it. I liked the fact that Rhea and Liv both went the full distance together. Lasted that well, the match rings as soon as Liv's feet hit the floor, so they actually lasted exactly the same amount of time as each other. Um, just Rhea being the winner, as we said. I picked Shayna Baszler. Was it a poor choice? No, because I thought she had the potential to go a lot further than she did. But I think that kind of just instills that WWE still don't see any any real real value in in her. Otherwise, they would have made her champion by now. I'm sure. Yeah, well, she's had matches with Liv when she was champion, didn't get the job done. Then, if Ronda was still champion, then I probably would have seen that happening. Because I just feel like they were going to, you know, fall out and have a big fight. I start to wonder if Ronda's ever going to come back. I start to wonder if she's literally just decided to do what Sasha did and just leave, because she is known to just do that. So yeah, I just wonder if maybe she's just not coming back. Yeah, that's a good chat. Actually, I hadn't really thought about it. I mean, to be honest, I'm not bothered if she does. I was just yeah, saying, would yeah. would that be a would that the be the biggest? The biggest loss, I think, in terms of a star power, potentially, because she is a, a global megastar. She does bring eyes. But, you know, if if we're then going to get to showcase some more talent, then I don't see that being necessarily a, a problem. Yeah. Well, I mean, as I say, I think uh, they may have moved on from her now and you're really focused on uh, homegrown talent as well, which is nice. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's nice to see. It's nice to see fresh faces like well i say fresh faces but chelsea green coming through as we said all of for six seconds but mm -hmm. i can't imagine like you said she's got a new character so it's not the last we're going to see of her it was really actually really really nice seeing indy hartwell in the royal rumble i think she was, deserves yeah. it i think she's yeah. come a long way and she really deserved that spot and i hope she is actually a call up and i hope she's on raw or smackdown i don't mind which one um, I do hope. continue on the uh, continue on the Dexter Lumen storyline because he obviously got married in NXT and then uh, he got released and she was yeah. left by herself, which yeah. was like uh, in the middle of nowhere. And, you, yeah, and you've and got you've nice got Gargano, you've got Gargano and Candice on um, yeah. on there already, so that could yeah that could be the way forward. What do you think of Nia Jax going back? I, I genuinely I, I don't mind it. Like I know she's had some issues previously. Um, and I know that some of that is her. Some of that I think is probably unfortunate circumstance as well. Um, yeah. But, you know, she does add something to the women's division. Um, mm -hmm. Do I want to see her every week and as a champion? Pro probably not. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. I don't think it's a bad thing for the division um it would just be interesting you know could we see something like a piper niven Jack, nia jacks feud like i'd be interested mm. in that massively um you know i, I say I don't, I don't think it's horrendous i think there have been worse people to return over the last 18 months than the nia jacks returning yeah i agree i don't see the hit that nia jacks gets i put this on uh, tiktok the other day as well and you see loads of people criticize nia jacks 
She's not the best wrestler in the world, but again, like she's not meant to be that one who does flippy shit and all the five star classics. Like that's not her style. Um, I know that she is known to injure wrestlers, but again, as I, I will stand by this, Becky Lynch was made a star that night because of her. Whether it was intended or not, I think that really escalated Becky Lynch because of that moment which Nia Jax caused. Um, and as I say, I think she gets unnecessary hits. I've I'm not like saying she's the most amazing wrestler ever, as I say, but I like her. And I've don't get political, but you know, people might say she got released because of not refusing to be vaccinated and stuff. Lacey Evans is a very controversial figure and she keeps getting on TV every single week. So I, I, I don't know. This mm-hmm. is very true. Agreed. Um, Nia Jax, Nia Jax. So I wasn't a fan before she got released. I'm not going to make any comments about it. I do think that she did injure a few people. Um, rightly or wrongly, as you say, Becky Lynch did become massive from that. Would Becky Lynch have still done it off of that if that didn't happen? Quite, quite possibly. But what I will say is, one, as you said earlier, the music, that like, she can take no credit for that. That was not her fault at all. And I am willing to give what we see as this version of Nia Jax another go. So with myself, the jury is out, and I'm willing to give her another go to, to see if I can get behind her or not. Mm. Oh, good. <laughs> and what do we think about the one person that we didn't see that all three of us thought we would see and a lot of everyone else, Naomi. I could not be happier. (laughs) (laughs) It could could not have gone better. That rock. You know what? I'm, it's kind of nice in a sense of, I guess that was quite a surprise that we didn't see her. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I wonder what is next for her because i feel like if it wasn't going to be at the rumble when is it going to be um you know but i think and i do wonder was it ever in the pipeline because they need to do something with the women's tag team titles now jackson naomi uh, family technically so there is they want to you know give the bloodline more titles there is that um i know people saying ever rain but she is her own character, separate yeah. from all of that, and keep her that way, because she's developing her own thing. But Naomi and Nia Jax, it's known that they are related. Uh, you know, Naomi's literally Yuso's uh, wife. So um, I would bring her back in that capacity as a heel. As I keep saying, play with that storyline of the reality thing. She did walk out, so she left the fans, let them down. That already is a heel tactic right there. That can work in storyline straight away. Um, I'm just wondering if when we're going to see her because again, Sasha's influence made her walk out, and um, she's going to suffer more in terms of her career than Sasha Banks obviously will now. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I've I wouldn't want Naomi to win the world title. I mean, I think she's all right, but I mean, she's not exactly not done it. She's already been the women's champion twice, you know, she's been at the top of that women's mountain. Um, but I just want to see her do something, so I know that like she's still got a career. <laughs> I, I will, I will yeah. say, if if she was to come back without all the like glowy nonsense and all that, and she was almost, I wouldn't like to say booked like a female Uso, but like that was what we saw, and she was. I I would give that a chance. I would be more invested in that 
than I would if she was to come back as the as the glowy, slidey, jumpy thing that we've that we've seen previously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm 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 not fussed either way that we didn't. If if we'd seen her, yeah, fine. We didn't see her, yeah, fine. Short and sweet on that one, boys. Pipe and Niven came back, um, and she came back literally just as Pipe and Niven. No announcement. Didn't come back as Dewdrop. She just came back with her old name, obviously with the same mo- uh, same font and her name, so people knew who she was. But I like the fact she came back as Pipe and Niven. I just find it quite surprising that she came back, just just came back as Piper Niven, not even announcing anything. And if you'd never seen that name before and you didn't see her, you'd be like, well, who's this? But of course, you recognise when she comes out, but um, it was nice to see that name back on the screen. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it was uh, Corey Graves and Pat McAfee saying, do you think she's going to drop someone? Just uh, just letting us know and who she is. Just to hammer it home. <laughs> yeah. <Cool. Yeah. laughs> Shout out to Nikki Cross as well for that run down to the ring because that was uh, that was quite fun to watch. <laughs> that was that was very very yeah, fun. concentration on Nikki Cross's face to not trip. Shout out to the winner Rhea Ripley, who was also the Iron Man, who also had the most eliminations. Because because Manny knows in. best. Yeah, <laughs> all the boxes in one uh, in one hit. Well done, Rhea Ripley. The question it comes again. Sports entertainment, were you sports entertained? Absolutely, sports entertained. Yes, yeah, definitely was, yeah. Yeah, I was mm. too. I was as well, yeah. So, great job, ladies. Look forward to the next one. And then we move on to the Men's Royal Rumble. Undeniable Johnny Goldsmith, take it away. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed this Royal Rumble. Um, all the wrestlers who were eliminated a lot of them had a storyline coming off of each elimination and you know they got face off with people that were wanted to see for a while there you know Lashley uh, sorry Lesnar against uh, Gunter was the face off there and Gunter started off the match with Sheamus and I mean to be fair you talk about Cody and Seth starting the match she- uh, Sheamus and Gunter is a fantastic starting too like to start a match like that there's two guys who just want to fight just all the time. And Seamus had the time of his life with his pal Drew McIntyre. Wanting just had the biggest smile on his face, just wanted to beat everyone up. Um, and I think it was just crazy actually to see someone like Lesnar come in at number 12. Just randomly, you know, not 29, 12, just in the middle of the match. Get him in there, get him out. Probably the most um, expensive payday for the shortest appearance of anyone in a Royal Rumble. Um Cody Rhodes cross the comes out as number 30. There uh, was no shock, but the people acted like they were shocked when he came out for some reason, even though everyone knew who it was. Um Gunter broke a record, 71 minutes in the Royal Rumble match. Like that's crazy. It, it, so I, impressive. I, yes. Um I kind of wanted him to win that again, storyline-wise. I wouldn't have known where it was going to go, but it would have just been brilliant to see Gunter win the Royal Rumble match and uh you know, maybe one year he actually will, because I think he will be world champion at some point. If they're going to book him like an Iron Man, seventy-one minutes in a match, like yeah, on, I like, think it's I think it's coming for Gunter, definitely. Yeah, uh, we we've got to see that. Yeah, we've got to see the Judgment Day um, against Edge, and of course Edge made his return, and then of course Beth Phoenix made a return as well because Dominic was involved in the match, and Rhea, of course, is wherever Dominic is. What do you uh, think about Edge getting the bigger pop 
out of uh, him and Cody. I watched it back, and the pop for Edge is a lot bigger than the pop for Cody. Edge Edge is always going to get a a, a bigger pop than than most people. I I can't think of, Mm. you know, I could think of maybe three, possibly four people that would probably come back and get a bigger pop than Edge, maybe, Mm -hmm. if that. Do you know what I mean? I I don't, I think that's, I, I feel that's probably probably a bit of a it's it's almost a harsh analogy to kind of use on use on cody you know for example if if cody turns up on on raw tonight which he probably will and then orton makes his return that pop is going to be much louder than anything that we've heard fair point fair point i think the uh lack of legends actually was a good thing as well you know i had a bit of a debate about this about like well it's nice to have that surprise like you know legends coming out the careers might be over but it's nice to see them i mean if you look at let's say 2004 till 2010 a lot of the wrestlers who were on the roster at the time were in the Royal Rumble match there was no legends involved it only was from 2012 when they started using commentators in it when they decided hey let's put legends in every single year just for even for it's like 30 seconds and i think to show faith in the roster they've got is a much uh, better way to go. Uh, not everyone agreed with me on that, but I, I just think that, well, you know, they're full-time wrestlers. Surely the full-time roster is the best way to uh, fill the match. You know, Booker T made an appearance, which was cool, because I do like him, but besides Although, that, it was all, all wrestlers. I have to say, I did. I, I watched it, watched, watched the men's rumble back um, this afternoon. I mean, it was the nostalgia pop for Booker was great, um i don't know if we noticed it when we were watching it live but he did like struggle to complete the spinner rooney um and i just think like you know was that could that spot as much as nice as it was for 30 40 seconds could you have stuck a a brom breaker in there for 15 minutes potentially i think he, I think he struggled to get to the ring didn't he <laughs> you know yes. um but you know having said that it was what if we'd seen five or six legends come back probably you know that would have been a problem mate you know maybe i'm being a bit harsh for for that one spot for booker but you know like i say overall not having too many legends did you know was a better option for them to to go down yeah Mm -hmm. um who else was in that that was uh I was trying to think who else made an appearance there people were talking about this speculation about who's going to come in this forbidden door stuff the uh, Forbidden Door, I think people need to have a bit of a dose of reality with WWE. There is no Forbidden Door that they're going to use. Okay, so like the idea of Jay White coming in, he's only going to be there if he's a full-time WWE talent. Great Moot is not coming in because he's not part of WWE's universe. You know, he might have, you know, Shinsuke faced him, but they're not going to acknowledge that at all. Um, you know, WWE is... You know, AEW might use a Forbidden Door. That's their thing that separates them from WWE there work with Ring of Honor and all these other ones. WWE is WWE and nothing else. That's what they've always been. Um, everything you do outside of WWE doesn't count. They've always like made that obvious. Um, and I think the Forbidden Door thing needs to be like needs to be stopped in terms of WWE fans hoping for it to be opened because it won't happen. It just doesn't. I mean, I'll, I'll hold my hands up. I am one of those fans that does want it to happen. I, I would be cool, but I just don't see it, man. I just don't see why it makes sense for them because they've never done that. 
I kind of wanted to see uh, CM Punk just just oh, come down God. there and just just <laughs> fuck shit up. I mean, again, I say this, and AJ Styles made the appearance in 2016. If they're going to do that, it would have to be someone who they're bringing back. So CM Punk, great, but then obviously that means he's a full-time WWE talent, and that's sure. fine. But I just don't see Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is the only exception to this rule. That's the only one I can see ever making a WWE appearance in a wrestling match. Because he's obviously appeared on Austin's podcast. But besides that, I don't see it. Yeah, I get you. It, it makes sense. Like I say, I, th- I, think, I think we'll get Jericho in the next couple of years, but he'll be done with AEW then. I think he'll be on his mm. retirement run. He, he'll, he, he's, he's a Hall of Famer. He will get a Hall of Fame induction. Um, in WWE at some point. He's always kept them bridges kind of fairly uh, fairly well done, hasn't he? Mm. I think he definitely wrestles inside a WWE ring at least one more time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Well, I mean, he literally talks about being, sport, being sports entertainers. That's, that is a vintage. That's his line. thing now. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> that is that is very true. Um, I, I enjoyed the match. I thought it was great. Mm. Um, I've not been impressed, apart from the Bloodline story, which we'll move on to, um, I've not been impressed with anything in WWE in such a long time as I have with Gunther. They, um, they've the kept him so protected. So awesome. Yeah. yeah. He was so, so good. I mean, he's another one, you know, talk about who's going to dethrone Roman Reigns. Who on earth dethrones him from the Intercontinental title? Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. Um, again, Iron Man of the match, uh, as you mm-hmm. said, Johnny, 71 minutes. Also uh, joint most eliminations with the winner. So that's mm. something to hold your, your head high about as well. Um, Booker T, Booker T, unless he's going to have a match at Mania, I do believe it was a wasted entry. Yeah. He's not, he's like not officially retired, right? But... I don't know. I, I don't see why. I mean, I, again, I agree. Um, I don't see a Booker T WrestleMania match happening um, at all. I think the show's going to be too long with it. If you know, even if if they get if they get him in there, and I think there's probably because obviously he is Booker is a commentator on on NXT, isn't he? I think if we're going to see a commentator match, it won't involve Booker mm. T. Well, that's the that's the thing as well. So they had potentially four i mean five if you include michael cole commentators that could have gone in that match and they went for booker t Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm. ah Corey graves could have come out retirement again he's been as you said for i think a year now he's been medically cleared so genuinely there's a storyline there to have Corey graves against pat mcafee at wrestlemania Pat McAfee comes back. Corey's not impressed by that. And apparently Michael Cole wasn't aware that was going to happen either. Corey's not happy. There's a match there because, again, Corey's a natural heel as well. So, and yeah. you know, Pat McAfee is naturally loved by the fans. Some people might find him a bit too much. I think it's, I think it's brilliant, personally. Yeah, um, I agree with that. I, I think, that, and again, uh, you know, he, he had a great match at WrestleMania last year. Good showing. Clearly isn't faced by the big crowd. And if you want to get Corey out of retirement, I think that's a perfect way to start it. I agree. I agree. They mm. could 100% go down that route and it would work. Mm. What we haven't spoken about 
is my pick to win. He didn't win. He got eliminated. He got eliminated. And who did he get eliminated by? None other than Logan Paul. Now, people may not like him outside of a wrestling ring, but when he gets in that ring, that guy is impressive. He is impressive. And that spot with Ricochet, (laughs) my God, that was... I've watched it. I've literally watched it about fifty times, and it's just the pure, just the. Per, it was perfect. It was perfect. Yeah. There was nothing. Well, mm-hmm. that was perfect. Also, just going back slightly, uh, Drew McIntyre hitting the Claymore kick at exactly the same time as Sheamus hitting the Pro kick again was pitch perfect. But yeah. Logan Paul, discuss. Always putting a great performance. Yeah. Um, I, I think um, obviously when Rollins got eliminated, I was kind of relieved, but at the same time, it's like a split second of being like, "Oh shit, Logan Paul's done it!" You know, Logan, like, oh, Logan Paul's going to win Rollins. the Royal Rumble. This is going to happen. It's kind of like if there was a choice between Rollins and Logan Paul. I mean, I'm picking Seth Rollins all day long, uh, regardless of what I think of him. Like, no, um, but Logan Paul. I mean, I guess you could say he's a, a legit athlete. He's a legit fighter. So having that legitimacy in a match probably makes sense. Um, and he was, as expected, very, very good. I mean, I couldn't really, uh, I wasn't expecting anything less from him. Um, but there was a part of me that was like, he's not going to win, is he? Like, please don't have that happen. I don't mind him being there, but don't win. You know, and the fact he was in the final three, and Triple H clearly likes the guy, because obviously he does make a lot of money as well. Um, I had a heart-wrenching thing. I was like, he's going to win, isn't he? <laughs> but do do you now think do you think we'll now go Seth and Logan at Mania and Cena in theory at Mania? Are they the two? I have, I have to. I have to. I think I think if you look at the way Logan Paul eliminates Seth Rollins, Seth is not gonna just let no. that happen. No, agreed. You know, he's gonna and this is probably gonna be what solidifies Seth Rollins officially babyface turn. I know he is a babyface to the fans, but I still feel like he hasn't really officially turned that way. This will be that thing that makes that happen because everyone will want Logan Paul to lose no matter what he does because it seems to be a natural hated person, Logan Paul. And um, I think they'll have a really good match, you know. I think Seth and Logan oh. will have a really good match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Rollins, you know, I criticise his character, but he is a very good wrestler and I won't take that away from him. Okay. And, you know, we, Logan, again, put on a solid match against The Miz. I didn't watch the match against Roman, but from what I've heard, excellent. That was very, oh, very was a good. Great yeah. match. It yeah. was a great really match. Did. I think we'll get the uh, Logan Rollins match at WrestleMania. And I think, again, whether Logan frog splashes Seth through the table or the other way around, I think some shit's going to go down and I think it's going to be so cool to see. And as I mentioned, about theory and theory and Cena. Yeah, I mean... As I said, Austin Theory literally says the champ is here every single week. That is the biggest clue on the planet that he's calling out John Cena. And people are still like, not sure. It's like, no, that, that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, agreed. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. Yeah. And one, one thing that I was, and I, I said this during, during our live stream of it, that I really, really enjoyed from, from this rumble, that for the women's as well, but, but I, I saw it specifically in, in the men's, 
people just looked like they were having fun. The talent looked like they really, really were, in, were, were enjoying it. You know, um, we said about Seamus and Drew, just like there were love, there were well good moments where other stuff was going on, and they were just like Seamus was just sat in the corner giggling. Like you just see this look on his face of just pure enjoyment. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize until I watched it back for a second time that it was his birthday. Yeah. That it was Seamus. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I reckon Drew and Seamus were just in there planning what they were going to do afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> they were having a great time. But yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, massive congratulations to Cody Rhodes, but also a massive well done to Gunther. Yeah, I think also WWE did the right thing by having no bloodline members in that match. And we'll get to that in a minute. But um, they made the decision there where, you know, there's a potential for a Daniel Bryan Royal Rumble 2014 reaction if he didn't, if Cody Rhodes wins and Sami Zayn, for example, didn't. So to then keep him out of that match was the perfect thing to do. Were we sports entertained? Uh Definitely sports entertained my socks off. 100%. 100%. I actually think it was uh, it was definitely better than 2022. It was definitely better than 2021. Um, I think for the most part, it was probably better than 2020. The only thing I obviously really loved about 2020 was Edge's return. Yeah. Um, but like Johnny said, we had another Edge return in this Rumble. Uh 2018 was the best one, I think, since before before this. The best one was 2018. Um, and this one was up there for me in terms of, you know, that was the last one I thought was fantastic, really. And uh, this one was up there. Yeah, well, I'd I suppose agree. as well, this this was the first Hunter Rumble, wasn't it? So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a sign of potentially good things to come. Yeah. yeah as long as they keep Vinny Mac away from creative. <laughs> no writing for Vinny. No number 30 appearance for Vince McMahon, as I uh, said, but um, yeah. I'm not going to complain too much about it. <laughs> so you both had Cody Rhodes to win, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that is uh, another point for both of you and nothing for me. This whole event so far, I mean, we're going to move on. Is but... there any more of a, a rant about Rollins being eliminated, Johnny? Because I feel like there was more to it than that. I just don't know why they didn't let him win. i'm obviously going to say that all day long but i think i had a really good story for how they could have gone with seth winning the realm i'm not going to bore the listeners with that again go listen to the first episode it's in there i think i had a solid storyline your storyline was good um but i think that uh you're putting too much faith in that writing team to do that (laughs) that that is true um yeah i i guess i guess the right person did win. No, not I guess. The right person did win that match. The right person did. Um, I just think I now we can see Rollins going with Logan Paul at WrestleMania. It just pushes Rollins further away from the title scene, which he doesn't need to be at. But obviously, as a huge fan, I want to see him at. But he, he doesn't need to be there, but I want to see him there. Mm. He's always going to be in and around, in and around there, though, isn't he? Like you know, for he's almost like a. Like I'd, I obviously much prefer Seth Rollins to to Kevin Owens, but they're they're these sort of caliber of talents where Seth can go have few. He can go have a feud with Logan Paul for the next three months or whatever, um, and then a month after WrestleMania, if they did a tournament to crown a number one contender and Seth Rollins won it, it wouldn't be a surprise. 
Yeah, like, he's very, always, he's always going to be there. There's there's every potential as well that we don't get um, Seth and Logan at WrestleMania, and Seth wins an elimination chamber for something. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you could you could see that happening as well. But yeah, he didn't win. Did I want him to win? Absolutely. But did the right person win? Yeah, they did. Yeah. So as we said before, we did the show. If this match was on last, then it means something massive is going to happen. There would be shenanigans. Yes. And um, were we? What do you? Were we right? Do you think about that? Oh, there were some shenanigans at the end, weren't there? There was... Oh yeah, yeah, just just a couple, just a bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there, there were no electrifying shenanigans, which is where we no. went. But the shenanigans we got at the end were. And so it is the WWE Universal World Championship, WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. Roman Reigns defense against Kevin Owens, and he demanded that Sami Zayn was with him all night, and the uh, twins would be backstage. Solo just stands there doing what he does and which is just be the muscle it doesn't have to say anything or do anything he just looks scary um so which one of you want to start with this then right off the bat because this isn't something that i noticed as much on the night as i did looking back through some highlights and some bits and pieces like that absolutely fair play to roman reigns for potentially saving ko when he slipped off that top rope because he moves underneath, so KO lands on him, not like on the floor or on the on the ring. Um, I don't. I know didn't catch that. It. Yeah, when so when KO wanted to do that like jumping moonsault thing, and he slipped. Um, Roman rolls further forward, so KO lands on. Wow. Roman, not on. Like, I mean, mm. he's going to land on the mat anyway, but he took some of that that impact off, which I just think shows a lot of wherewithal. For Reigns yeah, to just fair play. to have that have that sort of there, mm. um, yeah. which I just think is you know fabulous. Um, I mean, three minutes later, he then proceeded to smash the back of his head on the steps twice. But I mean, that's that's yes, so brutal. Yeah. <laughs> that is what it is, isn't it? Um, mm. But twice, yeah, twice. He had to do it twice. Um, but I think this match and the ending and everything. It just solidifies for me the almost like the cinema film like worthy run that Roman Reigns has gone on. And yeah, people always people criticize his wrestling ability, which I think is a bit harsh because I actually don't think he's awful in the ring. I think he's quite quite good. Um but his his storytelling, his facial expressions, his inner like or out a monologue of you know everything i think is out of this world um and yeah the match itself it it did what it needed to do in the sense of how we we everyone was waiting for the ending i think but it was fast paced enough hard hitting enough and kept people entertained enough to enjoy the match and want to get to the ending, whereas I think if you potentially compare that maybe to the Lights Out match or maybe the women's title match, it did feel they felt a little bit like, can we get to the ending now? Whereas, yeah, I think this one had a, had a slightly different different vibe to it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what, what you boys thought of it. Well, John. Yeah, um, 
I thought it was a great match. I think we always knew what the outcome was going to be. Um, I can't decide if Kevin Owens is like awesome or just stupid for the spots that he just willingly puts himself in and takes the the steel steps looked there, there's no way there's no that way hurt. that doesn't hurt that hurt like hell it must just have like uh at money in the bank when he took the side of the ladder his back straight onto the side of the ladder like what is wrong with you what is wrong with you where where you actually actively want to go and do that? I mean, full credit, his his heart, he, he's dedicated. He's dedicated. Um, I didn't see Roman save him in that spot, so I need to go and watch that back again. Um, but, yeah, the the bloodline and, and Roman especially are just, just firing on different... They're not even in the same league as anyone in the WWE, which kind of I don't want Roman to drop the universal title anytime soon but I don't think there's any well obviously someone's going to have to take the WWE championship off him they need to do it in a way where it's going to be believable because mm -hmm. because nothing is I, 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 like he's on god mode if god came down and they had a match for the title Roman Reigns would win that match. Like, there's there's no two ways yeah. about it. But back to this match, yeah. There, I mean, Roman's had what? He must have had like upwards of, of 20 title defenses since he's been champion. Something mm -hmm. along those lines. Yeah. Uh yeah, th this was was up there as, as one of the best for me. I, I thought it was a great, great match. Bearing in mind, um, wherever you're listening from. If you're in the UK and you watch it, you're in the same boat as us. We were probably what watching this match at what quarter to five in the morning, maybe. There or thereabouts, got to yeah, be. Yeah, there, yeah. there or thereabouts. So we sat through the whole thing. We were on live for the whole thing, so we were talking to people throughout the whole night as well as each other. And I'll I'll leave what happened after the match until we've got Johnny's thoughts on the match as well. But mm -hmm. yeah, for me, great match. What one of Roman's best best title defenses i would say yeah the match was very good uh kevin owens uh, jim ross said this uh said this quote once that he's uh you know refers to someone as a hell of a hand essentially you know a very very good wrestler when you need them to you know put a performance in they'll get the job done and kevin owens in some ways it's a bad thing because like it's kind of like yeah well we know that you might lose but we know you'll give them a good match um in defeat and KO does deserve to be taken more seriously than that in terms of not just being in the world title match and lose every time. Um, but this match, I just feel like Roman's in a position where he can't lose at the Royal Rumble to Kevin Owens. Like, if this was a month-long title reign, uh, maybe, but not after all of this time, nearly two and a half years as champion, then to suddenly lose to Kevin Owens at the Royal Rumble would be very anticlimactic. As shocking as The Undertaker getting beat off Brock Lesnar, that is the level of shock that would have been. And in some ways, I guess that would have been good, but um, it just it doesn't work for the storyline that we're going for at the moment, for Kevin Owens to do that. Um, and as I say, the match itself, fast-paced. I did feel like the fast-paced match it didn't feel too long. It just felt like the right uh, 
right amount of uh, pacing. And again, Roman being professional as he is, I didn't realise that he saved Kevin. I noticed Kevin did slip because obviously the amount of people have been going up on the turnbuckle. Sweat is probably on the ropes and it makes it extra slippy. Um, but full credit to Roman for doing that. But yeah, like there's a reason why he's rated 99 in 2K23, put it that way. <laughs> is he? Is he, 90, is he 99? Yep. Not bad. Wow. Like he's on a totally different level to we've said it for the last year, but he still still maintains that consistent like top tier performance every single time. Which one of you guys called the uh, the ref getting knocked down? I mean that happens in a lot of Romans matches, but I, yeah, I, 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 I said about it on the live that that, that he would go down. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, we were we were talking about it. Yeah, the, uh, the prediction God strikes again. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But. Obviously, we want to move on and talk about the the post match. Um, yes, we do shenanigans, yeah. which I mean, uh, pure cinema. And through all of it, I'm still going to say like the underrated MVP of that whole thing being Jay Uso, because yes, that was unbelievably good. Um, my my biggest concern um, is that we're going to end up with KO and Sammy versus the Usos at Mania. Um, I genuinely, if they were going to go, I, I genuinely would want them to go down a Sammy versus Jay route with Jay just being so, you know, heartbroken almost and feel so betrayed that sammy's sammy's kind of done this um because i think them two would have a ridiculously good match between them um but i feel they're probably going to go down the the, the the tag team tag team route um but yeah i thought that that end segment was was fantastic um the again the the punishment that ko is willing to willing to take with a you know a solo attack with a chair and you know however many super kicks he took while he was handcuffed to the ropes um somebody yeah. needs Roman to Reigns in this, uh, super kicks oh yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah that was bad. i mean roman reigns now in, it's quite symbolic roman reigns is in god mode and he basically makes someone look like they're being crucified yeah like yeah. that's essentially what he did yeah um and obviously they went for the P- most pg way of doing it i.e handcuffing someone not using barbed wire like an ECW <laughs> and using the literal cross. So just like doing that with his arms stretched out like that. Um, very, very well done. As I say, this is what we watch wrestling for moments like this. And it was so well done. Jey Uso, I actually probably prefer him to Sami Zayn just because Jey Uso has been there for two and a half, the entire time Reigns has been champion. Jey has been through it all. And it's he's just always been perfect with these emotions and all of this like you know i would i would like to see him win a title i, I, I doubt it'll happen but i mean that would be well deserving as well i mean where do i start um yeah like you say i think jay uso was the mvp in that moment mm. um i can kind of see them going down the sammy ko versus the usos for the belts at Mania. Um, mm-hmm. And I can see Sammy and KO winning because Jay potentially walks away from the match 
and leaves Jimmy yeah. to to fend for himself because again he's still torn. He could be he could be torn this whole time, not knowing what to do, not knowing what's right, what's wrong. Um, obviously, let's not forget Jay was the one to begin with that was totally against Sammy. Yeah, he was like Roman. This guy is not legit. Like he is not my dog, um, as uh, yeah. as Jay would say. But yeah, he was a hundred percent the MVP. Like you said, Johnny, has Roman Reigns not learned his lesson to not turn, turn his, his back. back when someone yes. is behind him with a steel chair? Yeah, as soon as he had it in the, um, it was just a matter of waiting for when it was going to happen. As soon as Sammy had the chair in his hand and Reigns turned his back, I'm like, right then, when's this? <laughs> when's this going to happen then? <laughs> And then you see the emotion in Roman's face when he's like beating him up as well. He's like almost not J levels of upset, but he's like so annoyed because he's like you trusted him. You know, this guy he had a final test, and Reigns showing he's basically Reigns that he's most like evil, like proper, like really angry, just like he's a snapped. You know, he's been calm and collected, but this was the moment that he just like lost it with them. Yeah. Um, you know, we've seen Reigns lose his temper a couple of times, and he's even alluded to you know my temper sometimes gets the best of me. And this time just totally took over him. And Sammy was, uh, you know, thrown out of the bloodline. Um, I kind of was surprised in a way that it was done at the Royal Rumble. I thought it might be taking a bit longer to happen, but, you know. Well, I think it's been, and I've actually got a uh, TikTok coming out about this. So uh, guys listening, Jay WrestleTalk on TikTok, go watch that. I think they've done it now because they've got plans for Roman and Sammy to have a match at the Elimination Chamber, obviously Sammy's hometown. But I think what needs to happen in that match is Roman Reigns needs to kick the absolute shit out of Sammy Zayn because that will make because in his hometown it will make Sammy even more of a baby face and get Roman that proper proper heat you're looking for going into Mania. Here's a bit of a question for you both, okay? And this is something that I only thought about um I don't know, last sort of couple of hours today, like literally um obviously seeing lots on social media about how it should be, you know, should it be Sammy that beats Reigns for the for the Universal title and, and all this sort of stuff. Do are people wanting Sammy to be the world champion or are they wanting him to beat Reigns? Like I, I think there are two different things. I think people want Cody to be a champion. I, I think if Sammy was a champion, people wouldn't want that. I think they just want to see the um like the the final battle within the bloodline almost mm. and have have that rather than actually Sammy being a champion. Um, but I don't know. That could just be the way well, I look at it. Well, this, I feel like, you know, sometimes you can just feel it's for a championship. This doesn't feel like the championship means anything in this situation. No. You know, Cody Rhodes, his storyline is he wants the WWE championship for the Rhodes family. Always has. That's his storyline. Sammy Zayn feels like he basically is not going what with what the uh, leader of the bloodline says. It's almost like this is about keeping him in line. It's got nothing to do with titles. It's about proving I'm the man in charge here. Do what I say. And Sammy's had enough of that. Okay. And I think that if Sammy Zayn became champion, let's say Kofi Mania, for example, Kofi Kingston's title reign, 
wasn't the best. I mean, it was great, the whole chase to it when he wins it, brilliant. But then it's the continuing on of that being champion for the rest of the time. Um, I just don't know if Sami Zayn, he does deserve it, but I don't think that I can picture him as like, yeah, he's the world champion in the biggest wrestling promotion in the world. Where Cody Rhodes looks like that guy. Yeah. So I agree. And I've actually seen that question as well, Stu, that um, oh, okay. people want, they want uh, Sammy to beat Roman, but they don't want him to be world champion. And I agree. I don't think, um, I don't think Sammy Zayn is, he's not, are you going to use the term that he's a B-plus player? No, I'm going to use the term that he's not believable to beat Roman, but that's just because no one is. Um, I suppose you could even argue that that Cody isn't yeah. believable to beat Roman. I mean, it's, it's going to happen, yeah. but it's not believable. Um, I wonder if this just becomes one of Roman's biggest feuds and uh, ends the same way they all do. He he eventually just take he does fight Sammy for for the universal title, but he beats him. Yeah. Mm. There's also the possibility of you know he had a triple threat match at WrestleMania a couple of years ago. There is the a total fantasy booking would be he puts both titles on the line in a two out of three falls match, Sammy and Cody, where Cody gets the first pin and Sammy gets the second one. That's a bit far fetched, but I mean that could work. But again. That would mean it takes the like takes the attention away from Cody Rhodes if he does that first and then yeah. Zayn wins the other one. And it's like after all that, and he doesn't even get noticed for what he's done. So um it's probably wouldn't work. But I as I say, I think you're right. It's uh, it's nothing to do with the title, I think, with Reigns and Sami Zayn. It's just Sami's had enough of being uh, pushed around, right? Like the way he's been threat. Yeah, I mean, I think the change the storyline because I originally I was thinking Sami Zayn. Put himself in the bloodline so he could get in the head of Reigns and convince him that he can trust him, and then actually he can't. Where he just naturally became a babyface with the fans, where they changed the storyline, where he is actually just a beloved wrestling character. Um, and I think they've done it very well. The way they've managed to just naturally get him to be the most popular fan, popular wrestler on the entire roster. Um, but that doesn't always necessarily mean you have to be the world champion if you're the most popular. And I think it's also a bit of a testament to you know reigns and the bloodline in general of that obviously sammy has done so much to get himself into that position but they have helped with how they've mm. been as well the whole thing has been so good oh it's been yeah it's been it's been next level I th- and i think every single one of them has shown up in the right way exactly when they needed to mm. i think Was that- was, was there any point in that segment where you thought the rock's music would come on? Yeah, there was a slight moment, and that was when Jay was walking up the ramp. Mm-hmm. That what could work, you? yes. Well, I was thinking when they were doing this, when they were beating Reigns as Zane up, and I thought, well, if the rock comes down now, he's already outnumbered. And they're not going to make the wrestlers look stupid where they all freeze and go, oh, my God, it's Dwayne. And then they're just like, you know, freeze and he beats them all up because Dwayne would have had that happen in other circumstances. But the bloodline are too intelligent for that, I would have thought, you know. Um, And I think when Jay was walking back, I thought maybe it'll happen now. But 
I feel like WWE don't seem to understand that maybe Dwayne actually doesn't care about WWE as much as they think he does. Where Triple H seems to be convinced that The Rock wants to do this and he wants to be in the ring. And I'm like, I don't think he does, you know. I really feel like I, The Rock is past that now. I feel, and I, I could be massively, massively wrong, you know, the only person that is going to know is is The Rock himself. So if you're listening, come on and let us know. But, like, I think... Um, <laughs> Aim for the stars. I think that the... I think at some point, possibly within that, within his last run when he beat CM Punk, I think Rock was still about the business and about wrestling. Um, I think now, if he was to come back, it would be for him to get to have people get eyes on him, not for him to bring eyes onto the company, if that makes sense. I think for his brand, him coming back and having people watch him would be is what he would want. I think he is a bigger thing than that now, um, or he feels he he certainly is, um, which is fine. Yes. You know, he's he's an absolute global megastar ten mm -hmm. times over, isn't he? That's that's fine. Um, well, I think I think he's the highest paid actor in Hollywood, isn't he? Yeah, he is yeah. the most recognisable face in the world. I think, as I said, there's a WWE bubble, and I think Triple H and the the whole team seems to think that they are still a force in entertainment when, and they are in some ways. But like Dwayne is literally Hollywood right now, and if he gets injured in wrestling, then he loses a chance to be in a film because he wrestled a match, and he got injured the last time he wrestled, which was ten years ago. He's ten years older now, obviously. Like it's risky. It's a yeah. risky for someone like him. That's why I refer to Steve Austin being if they were going to do it, then someone like him because wrestling is still his life. Then it would have been someone like austin if they really want to go for a legend um i just i just feel like the rock is past wrestling now yeah agreed it, it's it's almost like i think you could and i know again completely different levels and stuff like that and i know someone like batista has said that they are done and they're retired and all this sort of stuff mm. and obviously batista in his own right has done lots of films and all this sort of stuff i think there probably is some saudi money that could get batista to come back I don't think there is money to for you know it's not worth the rock to come back. I think, it, but again, I don't think I'm not saying sitting here saying we'll see Batista. I don't think we will again, except for a Hall of Fame induction. But I think, like you say, there's there's them levels, isn't there? And I just I don't think for the rock to come back, it's worth that for him now. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think if he was to come back, if they've got plans for him to come back right now, what may have been quite cool is if um, when they were putting the beat down on KO and Sami Zayn, um, if he couldn't make the appearance, still play his music. Just let his music mm. hit. We know he's coming. But we don't you know remember as well, you know, the uh, Survivor Series rock anniversary didn't even turn up for that. Like The night is yeah. all about him and he obviously likes to be in the spotlight. And he couldn't turn up for that. Yeah, so that's that's very true. That's very true. Um, I'm just going back to Batista. He's actually got a uh, film out this week, which looks really good. Has What's that one? Um, it's called. Um, it's an M Night Shyamalan film, and I think it's called A Knock at the Cabin, Ooh, or okay. the Not Knock at the Cabin, or something like. That. It looks really good. It's a serious role that he's playing as well. Um, yeah. 
I'm gonna gonna go and see that because it looks really good. That he's good. been um, he's been trying to get in uh, doing uh, Marcus Phoenix in Gears of War. I know they're doing a Gears of War series, and he's oh, been really? like saying I should be. He's saying Batista should be playing Marcus Phoenix, and again that would work. Like he, yeah. he does look the guy. Um, I've always been a fan of Batista, and I think uh, if you look at the WWE Hall of Fame, probably going to announce the headliner tonight because they'd normally do. It's Hollywood, it's, isn't it? It's Dwayne or Batista. It has to be. Yeah, yeah. Does it, Dwayne it show sense. up if it's him? He might show up for one night. <laughs> <laughs> but we digress. Back to the match. Were we sports entertained? I think Amazingly so. so. Yeah. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Not a single thing wrong with it. Who was your MVP of the night? Johnny? It has to be either it has to be either Sammy or uh, Gunter. I'm gonna say Gunter. His role in the Royal Rumble was solid. I mean, in terms of storylines, he didn't have as much of an impact, but just the work he put in. And he didn't even have those moments where he just like vanished for a few minutes. He was involved in everything in that match. He was a the cult. whole time had an engine that just never ended. And um, you know, the only reason why he got eliminated is because that's the storyline. There, he was knackered. He was there for nearly an hour and a half. Well, he so, was he was number one, and he mm-hmm. was fighting number thirty. Yes, well, twenty nine. But Sami Zayn drove the storyline aspect to the next level. Um, in fact, no, Jay Uso. <laughs> Jay Uso is, uh, again, I think Jay, just the mix of emotions he had throughout that entire segment. Um, Jay or Sam uh, or Gunter? Uh, Stu? Oh, well, for those that can't see the fact that we're on a we're on a call at the minute, I feel like I am going through the same emotions as Jay Uso because I'm so torn about where I'm gonna I'm gonna go um, with my MVP. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go for Gunter just over Jey Uso. Um, I also wanted to pick Rhea Ripley, but I knew that that would not slide and there would be, um, multiple. If if you want to pick Rhea, pick Rhea. I, I think the reason that I would pick Rhea would be because we've, we've seen, Iron Men performances, not quite to the level of Gunther, but we've we've seen that. We've we've seen various things like that. Um we've not yet seen, because it hasn't happened yet, like this was history making for the women's division to have someone go one to win it. Um so I think that was that was massive. Um but I I am when you first asked the question, I was torn between Rhea and Jay. Um, so I'm gonna, I, but I will go for Jay Uso because I think storyline enhancement and where that could go, I think he played it magnificently. Fair enough. Mm. So is that two for? Were you picking Jay or were you torn between Jay and Gunther? I, I was. Uh, oh, um, as I say, I think because the storyline aspect now that's what wrestling's about. I'm going to go Jay Uso. So two but, for Jay. Gunter, Gunter can't be ignored for his performance. Like Absolutely just... not. So good. And he will so, win a rumble in the next three years. I I would agree with that as well. Um, 
So I think we all know where I'm going to go. I'm obviously going to give it to your boy, Seth. No, obviously I'm not. Um, (laughs) No, I can't. Um, As much as I love the bloodline story and every direction and which way that is going, I have to give it to Gunther. Mm -hmm. Workhorse, undeniable. Absolutely. Um, He is that wrestling guy. Oh, here Um, we go. <laughs> something about Jay WrestleTop. Uh, so, so let's talk about it. Um, yeah, I just think so, so impressive, so impressive, mm-hmm. and yeah, I can't, I can't see who's going to take that IC title off him. I really can't. And I, he don't, he doesn't deserve to drop it. He doesn't need to drop it. I think if he's going well. Does does Brock take it off him and then chuck it? I don't know. But my yeah. only com- my only complaint about Gunter's IC title run is that belt is just awful. I can't stand that belt design. And I, I've I'm never... quite surprised they haven't bought like obviously because he was you know the the ring general and he's you know all the talks about the the class and stuff like that. I'm surprised they've not bought another one out and had has his own design one. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 not a bad shout actually. So two for Jay Uso and one for Gunther. They are your MVPs of the night, ladies and gentlemen. And we have now come to the end. We will be back with a third episode where taking the main seat of host will be Stu Matos. And just before we go, we're not going to let you get away with it. You left everyone on a cliffhanger last week. They're all waiting. I'm waiting. The other Johnny's waiting. Johnny number one is waiting. What was your unpopular opinion? I, I did think I might have got away with this. Um, so I don't know if this is going to be as unpopular as your Shawn Michaels opinion. Um, but my opinion is that the authority was completely, completely right and justified when they were saying that Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson is B plus at best. Um, don't don't get me wrong. Do 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 not get me wrong. As you said with Sean, Brian puts on some fantastic matches. He had a match like a few months ago with Kenny Omega that was ridiculously good. But he's just boring. Like there's just no substance to it. It's just like. Oh, just like here's the start. Get to the end of it. Like I, I just, yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like the the WrestleMania 30 moment was was brilliant. But if Orton or Batista had won it, I wouldn't have cared either way then either. I just I weren't. I'm I'm not that bothered by Daniel Bryan. Um, like I say, that's not taking shots at his ability because that's unquestionable and is, is not in doubt it's just the i've i've never been able to get behind a character that he's that he's had because i i just find it really boring i just find it really bland so there we go um johnny <laughs> i mean i i think the character aspect is what i enjoyed about him more than again the rest of them was good but I have a very short attention span. And watching an hour-long Iron Man match that ends in a draw is not for me. So when I heard about that, I was like, ah, eh, well, I won't be watching that this week. As much as you know, it can be entertaining, 
even that's too much for me. Um, again, in terms of Matt wrestling, him against Prime Kurt Angle, I think would have been sensational. Um, but again, the character aspect, Team Hell No, I thought was really funny. I liked the whole build up to WrestleMania 30 again when he won the title. Um, and I wasn't too impressed, but it was the build up and the chase to the title when he was the planet's champion. I thought that was the best heel Daniel Bryan. I really enjoyed that. But again, the character is what I enjoyed. The wrestling side of it, it doesn't matter as much to me. Um, in terms of his promos, there's a few of them that are good, but I mean, I wouldn't say he had any Austin 316 moments in terms of promos. You know, um, good wrestler, but he's not in my favourites of all time. <laughs> um, I mean, it's, it's definitely unpopular. <laughs> um, but that's what we asked for. We asked for the unpopular opinions. Uh, I like Daniel Bryan. Um, I think he's very technically gifted in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a great technical wrestler. Again, the character I, I do like. But I would agree, it, you, you wouldn't find him in my, in my top 10. Mm-hmm. But boring and B+, plus, I would probably disagree with. But it's an opinion. It's an unpopular mm-hmm. one. It's an opinion. It's what we do. It's what we yeah. do. <laughs> Before we shoot off, Johnny, any final words to the listeners? Where can they find you if they don't already know by now? Find me, Johnny Goldsmith, on TikTok. Johnny Goldsmith with J without no, no H and Johnny, I should say. Uh, you find me on there. And also on Instagram, Johnny Goldsmith 2. At the time, there was only there was apparently another one called at Johnny Goldsmith, so I had to put a two on the end, so that's why that exists. Um and that's pretty much it. But TikTok is where you'll find me most of the time. I've been doing uh, commentator, uh, copying the commentators, doing all that sound stuff. So if there's any commentary lines that you guys really want to see me copy, then let me know and I'll uh, get it done for you. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much me at the moment. Just, uh, you know, wrestling opinions and wrestling commentary. And if you haven't checked them out, guys, go and check out those uh, commentary videos because they are as hilarious as they sound. They are great. <laughs> and Stu, where can people find you? Yeah, so I am that wrestling guy on TikTok. Um, mostly been hitting out some theme entrance rankings and some WWE or wrestling superstars in real life situations stuff coming up right now um so that's where you'll that's where you'll find me guys which i can't wait to see more of that um what would would one what was your most recent one uh, that's a good i think my most recent one because i did my most recent one was just the uh which which superstar or which wrestler would you use as a reference in a job interview because then i did some stuff for the pod so um we did that um and i go for in the end that's a really good question i think i should probably find out but that was uh paul Heyman was a popular one for that i think did you go for david otunga it was otunga or christopher nowinski yeah using the harvard the harvard um harvard educated uh sources there what about drew gulak he was uh drew gulak was really into his powerpoints yeah that's true yeah (laughs) Any anyone like that, but yeah, Paul Heyman was a popular one from the from the comments of of that. Um, so he could be my advocate for a, for a reference. Great stuff, great stuff. And myself, you will find me J E Wrestle Talk on TikTok. 
we are looking to get a youtube go and snap back some bids so watch space for that we're also looking to get a facebook community group as well of snapbacks and beards together at some point as well so also look out for that i don't think there's anything further for me to say than thank you all very much for listening if you have made it this far and a massive massive thank you to my co-host undeniable johnny goldsmith and Stu matos thank you very much lads cheers johnny thank you as well thank you boys thank you and goodbye